forgotten stories of football, the France captain who murdered for Hitler, how Alex Villaplan went from leading his country in their first World Cup match to being shot by firing squad for his involvement with the French Gestapo, written by Paul Doyle. Forgotten Stories of Football, from The Guardian. These days, when we say a footballer went from hero to villain, we tend to mean that he scored a goal and then, say, gave away a penalty. So that cliché seems a trifle inadequate when referring to Alex Villaplan, as you'll gather from even the starkest summary of his life. 13th of July, 1930. Villaplan captains France in their first ever match at the World Cup Finals, a 4-1 victory over Mexico. 26th of December 1944, Villaplan is shot by firing squad, having been condemned as one of the most despicable traitors in his country's history. Finding your perfect home was hard. But thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com ACAST. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax. With their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs, you can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Forgotten Stories of Football The France Captain Who Murdered for Hitler Born in Algeria to French parents in 1905, Villaplan was the first player of North African origin to represent France. At the age of 16, he moved to live with his uncles on the south coast and joined his new local club, FC Set. The club's Scottish player manager, Victor Gibson, recognised his talent and fast-tracked him into the first team. Professionalism was not yet permitted in the country, but clubs nonetheless found ways to pay players. In 1927, Villaplan was lured to Set's rivals, Nîmes, by the promise of a spurious job for which he would receive a generous salary. It was at Nîmes that he would first earn nationwide admiration. Not only was he the sort of high-energy, tough-tackling performer whom fans have always loved, but he was also hailed as the best header of the ball in the country and one of the most perceptive passers of his generation. He won the first of his 25 France caps against Belgium in 1926, and was appointed captain just before the inaugural World Cup in 1930. Leading France out against Mexico in Montevideo was, he said, the happiest day of my life. Already by this stage, the way he led that life was agitating tongues. In 1929, he had been recruited by Racine Club de Paris, 
who under a new president were attempting to become the biggest club in the country and had made signing Villaplan their priority. Formal professionalism was still three years away, but Villaplan made no attempt to hide the fact that he was earning a fortune. He swanked it up in bars, cabarets, and most of all, at horse racing tracks, where he began fraternising with underworld connivers. When professionalism was finally legalised in 1932, little Antibes decided to make a bid for the big time. As with Racing three years previously, their first step was to secure the services of Villaplan. At that time, the championship was divided into southern and northern sections, with the winners of each playing off for the title of champions. Antibes won the southern section and then beat Essay-Fivlille in the decider, only for it to emerge that the match had been fixed. Antibes was stripped of their title and the team's manager banned, though it was widely believed he was a scapegoat. Villaplan and two teammates, with whom he had previously played at set, were suspected of being the real plotters. All three players were soon let go. Nice snapped up Villaplan, but soon regretted it. Several times he was fined for missing training, and when he played, the one-time dynamo trudged around the pitch looking unfit and uninterested. Nice released him, after which the only club who wanted him was second division Bastidien de Bordeaux. They were managed by his former mentor at set, Victor Gibson. After three months during which Villaplan rarely turned up, the Scots sacked him. So Villaplan was lost to football at the age of 29. But in 1935, he popped up again in the sports pages after being imprisoned for fixing horse races in Paris and the Côte d'Azur. In June 1940, Paris fell to the Nazis. The occupation spelt doom and despair to most, but for some, it spawned new opportunities. The conquerors needed help getting established and forged links with assorted local black marketeers to procure what they could not themselves plunder, anything from gas to food to fine art. One local criminal emerged as particularly useful, Henri Lafont, an illiterate orphan turned rampant ne'er-do-well. He would thrive during the occupation to such an extent that he could have described himself in much the same way as Signor Ferrari did in the film Casablanca. As the leader of all illegal activities, I am an influential and respected man. Some of the Nazi top brass wanted rid of Lafon, the austere old Prussians who believed the Reich's honour was being besmirched by consorting with shabby crooks. So Lafon proved his worth by personally hunting down and torturing the leader of the Belgian resistance. The more Lafon's influence grew, the more he recruited. He toured the Parisian prisons, arranging the release of old associates and anyone else who could help consolidate his powerful place in the perverted new social order. Pierre Bonny, once the most famous police officer in France before being disgraced and jailed for corruption, became his right-hand man. At some point, they hooked up with Villaplan, whose assorted activities by now included gold smuggling. The gang set up their headquarters at 93 Rue Loriston, probably the most infamous address in Parisian history. It was the home of the gang that became known as the French Gestapo. Forgotten stories of football. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. 
And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hi, I'm Dori Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today... We're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families. Today, Club Med has nearly 70 resorts worldwide, from beachside resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, to magical locations in the Maldives and Morocco, to ski resorts in the mountains from Canada to the Alps. Between their all-inclusive family programming, wellness offerings, land and water sports, and their French heritage-inspired food and drink offerings, Club Med is the best way to elevate your family getaway, no matter which location you're at. To learn more, visit clubmed.us. Forgotten stories of football. The France captain who murdered for Hitler. The gang's aim was to get very rich. And they did so, providing the Nazis with whatever they wanted and keeping plenty for themselves. They were not ideologues, but to be sure of retaining the trust of their overlords, who provided them with SS uniforms, they regularly tracked down Jews, resistance fighters and various other enemies of the Reich. In the cellar of 93 Rue Lauriston, many people were tortured. Throughout 1943, French resistance to Germany intensified. The local Gestapo was ordered to help exterminate the rebels. Since Hitler had been funding an Arabic-language newspaper that depicted the Führer as the great liberator, intent on freeing downtrodden peoples from the twin evils of colonialism and communism, Lafont had the idea of reinforcing the German and collaborationist ranks by forming a squadron of fighters drawn from the immigrant population. In February 1944, the German authorities gave the go-ahead. The Brigade Nord-Africain BNA, was set up with instructions to cleanse the Perigord region. At its helm was Villaplan, promoted to the position of SS sub-lieutenant. Villaplan's unit quickly became notorious for its cruelty. On the 11th of June 1944, for instance, they captured 11 resistance fighters in Muchidon, a small village in the Dordogne. Aged 17 to 26, the maquisards were marched to a ditch and shot. As well as giving the death order, Villaplan is said to have pulled one of the triggers. In Philippe Aziz's authoritative book on the Lafon and Bonny gang, Tu trahiras sans vergogne, the following story is told. Following a tip-off from a source in the Perigueux Gestapo, Alex and three of his men burst into the home of Geneviève Léonard, accused of harbouring a Jew. They ransacked the house. Alex seizes the 59-year-old mother of six by the hair, Where is your Jew? He shouts. The lady refuses to answer. Alex picks her up brutally, pushes her into a neighbouring farm, hitting her with his rifle butt on the way, and there he forces her to watch an appalling scene. 
men from the BNR torture two peasants in front of her. After being beaten and set ablaze, the two peasants were machine-gunned from close range. <laughs> Alex laughs. During this time, some other men from the BNR had located the Jew, Antoine Bachmann. They bring him to the farm. Alex hits him and then arrests him. He then orders Geneviève Leonard to give him 200,000 francs. When Villaplan eventually stood trial after Paris was liberated, the prosecutor described the crimes of the BNR. They pillaged, raped, robbed, killed and teamed up with the Germans for even worse outrages, the most awful executions. They let fire and ruin in their wake. A witness told us how he saw with his own eyes these mercenaries take jewels from the still twitching and blood-stained bodies of their victims. Villaplan was in the midst of all this, calm and smiling, cheerful, almost invigorated. Despite the barbarity of the BNR, resistance fighters became more numerous. Villaplan began to realize that Germany may not win the war and started to hedge his bets. He staged public acts of mercy, allowing many of the people he was supposed to be pursuing to escape, cultivating the appearance that he was only working with the Nazis to help save his compatriots. According to the prosecutor, his greed undermined this artifice. His psychology was different to that of the other gang members. He himself admits he is a schemer. I would say, having studied his file, that he is a conman, a born conman. Conmen have a sense that is indispensable to their trade. The sense for putting on a show. This is necessary for blinding their victims and getting them to give up what they want. He used it to commit the worst form of blackmail. The blackmailing of hope. A witness described him, arriving in a village in a German car and wailing the following. Oh, in what times we live. Oh, ours is a terrible era. To what harsh extremes I am reduced. Me, a Frenchman, compelled to wear a German uniform. Have you seen, my brave people, what terrible atrocities these savages have committed? I cannot be held responsible for them. I am not their master. They are going to kill you. But I will try to save you at the risk of my own life. I've already saved many people. Fifty-four, to be precise. You will be the fifty-fifth if you give me 400,000 francs. In August 1944, with Allied forces closing in, Parisians rose up. Troops from the French army, over half of them African, arrived to complete the liberation of the French capital. Reprisals against suspected collaborators were swift and bloody. The heads of the French Gestapo were not lynched, however. They were tracked down and put on trial, then sentenced to death. On the day after Christmas in 1944, Villaplan, Lafont, Bonny and five others were taken to Fort de Montrouge on the outskirts of the city and shot dead. The France football captain who murdered for Hitler was written by Paul Doyle. Additional journalism by Rob Smythe the reader was Olivier Huband. Studio production by Polly Thomas. Theme music composed by Mike Payne. Sound design by Eloise Whitmore. Forgotten Stories of Football is brought to you by The Guardian.
Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax with their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs. You can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.